for neither hand nor finger could she get away again. Then in came the second sister, and thought to have a feather too. But the moment she touched her sister, there she too hung fast. At last came the third, and she also wanted a feather. But the other two cried out, Keep away, for heaven's sake, keep away! However, she did not understand what they meant. If they are there, thought she, I may as well be there too. So she went up to them. But the moment she touched her sisters, she stuck fast and hung to the goose as they did. And so they kept company with the goose all night in the cold. The next morning, Dumbling got up and carried off the goose under his arm. He took no notice at all of the three girls, but went out with them sticking fast behind. So wherever he travelled, they too were forced to follow, whether they would or no, as fast as their legs could carry them. In the middle of a field, the parson met them, and when he saw the train, he said, Are you not ashamed of yourselves, you bold girls, to run after a young man in that way over the fields? Is that good behaviour? Then he took the youngest by the hand to lead her away, but as soon as he touched her, he too hung fast and followed in the train, though sorely against his will, for he was not only in rather too good plight for running fast, but just then he had a little touch of the gout in the great toe of his right foot. By and by up came the clerk, and when he saw his master the parson running after the three girls, he wondered greatly and said, Hola, hola, your reverence, whither so fast? There is a christening today. Then he ran up and took him by the gown, when, lo and behold, he stuck fast too. As the five were thus trudging along, one behind another, they met two labourers with their mattocks coming from work, and the parson cried out lustily to them to help him. But scarcely had they laid hands on him when they too fell into the rank, and so they made seven, all running together after Dumbling and his goose. Now Dumbling thought he would see a little of the world before he went home, so he and his train journeyed on, till at last they came to a city where there was a king who had an only daughter. The princess was of so thoughtful and moody a turn of mind that no one could make her laugh, and the king had made known to all the world that whoever could make her laugh should have her for his wife. When the young man heard this, he went to her with his goose and all his train, and as soon as she saw the seven all hanging together and running along, treading on each other's heels, she could not help bursting into a long and loud laugh. Whereupon Domling asked to have her for his wife. But the king did not care for Domling, and told him that he must first find a man who could drink a cellar full of wine. Domling thought of the little old man and went immediately into the forest. He found the man in the same place where he had felled the tree. He had a very sorrowful face, and when Domling asked him what ailed him, the man replied that he had such a great thirst that nothing could quench it. There I can help you, said Domling. Just come with me. He led him to the king's cellar, and before the day was out, the little man had emptied every barrel. Then Domling asked once more for his bride, but the king was perplexed that such an ugly fellow should have his daughter, and so made another demand. He must first find a man who could eat a whole mountain of bread. Domling lost no time, but went straight back to the forest where, in the same place, sat the little old man. 
He was groaning loudly. What ails you? asked Dumbling. I have eaten a whole oven full of rolls, but my stomach remains empty. Get up and come with me. You shall eat yourself full, replied Dumbling. Meanwhile, the king collected all the flour in the kingdom and ordered that a huge mountain of bread was to be baked. The little old man was brought forth, and by the end of one day, the mountain of bread had vanished. Once more, Dumbling asked for his bride, and once more the king issued a demand. This time, Dumbling was to find a ship which could sail on land. When you come sailing back, you shall indeed have my daughter as your bride. Dumbling hurried yet again to the little old man in the forest and told him of the king's demand. You have given me food and drink when I needed it, said the man. I will give you what you need. When...